to So You Want to Be a Leader, Really? A Defy Expectations podcast. I'm Vicky Hampson. And I'm Helen Honeyset. We're here to explore the highs and lows of leadership today with our guests. And help you navigate the complexity of being a leader from every aspect, from the sublime to the ridiculous and everything in between. This week's guest is Pat Chapman Pincher, who has had a brilliant career starting, building, selling, and sometimes killing tech businesses. She is also one of our partners in crime at Defy Expectations and our controversial futurist. Pat Chapman Pincher, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. So Pat has such a big history and bio, we've actually decided to include all of this in the downloads which are available alongside this podcast. So please visit www.defyexpectations.co.uk for all of that great info. So firstly, Pat, you have shared before that leadership is a learned skill. So what exactly do you mean when you say this? I've always believed it's a learned skill. But we have this view that leaders suddenly emerge in times of crisis with all the skills they need. They don't. There is no such thing as a born leader. And if you meet someone that thinks they are, or that they have some natural mandate to lead, then run away as fast as you can. Leadership is a skill. And all skills have to be taught and learnt. Would you get into a plane with someone who says, I may never have flown this before, but I know I'm a natural pilot because I've got really fast reactions. Uh, no, you want someone qualified, who's done the exams, put in the hours, and maybe has fast reactions as well. What in your experience are the first steps to learning leadership skills? It's an interesting one, this. I think the first step is the realization that you're very, very unlikely to get through life without having to face a leadership moment. It's probably the last thing you think you want, but it will almost certainly come. So if it is going to come, then start preparing early. Think what leaders do. Leaders inspire others to do the things that they may not want to do. And that may be anything from conquer the world to get out of a burning building. So if, if, it is, if that is what leaders do, then start to practice. There's plenty of opportunities to lead from the playground up. Stopping the fight that's happening between people in a playground is a leadership moment. Not many people realize that, but it is. So Pat, you shared some great insight on the things that we can do and the things we can get right. What are perhaps some of the things that companies can get wrong when teaching leadership skills? Oh, um, I think a lot of the time because they don't actually teach them because companies make an assumption that if you're good at something, say you're a great engineer, you'll be naturally good at leading a team of engineers. And one sees that go wrong time after time. 
We just confuse the skill of leadership with the skill of engineering. The other big mistake we make is to lead, is to train from the top down. Leadership and development budgets are skewed towards the people at the top of the organization. And arguably, by the time they get there, they should have learned a thing or two about leadership. The budget should be loaded towards the people at the bottom. The third thing I think that companies get wrong is they focus on developing people for today rather than for tomorrow. What do the best companies do differently from the rest? It's interesting. We did some research a while ago into to the companies who've had decades of consistently great performance. And without exception, they all invested heavily and persistently in leadership training. It was not the first thing that got slashed when the going got tough. And that's what happens in most companies. They invest from day one and they invest in giving people breadth as well as, as depth. So breadth of experience in all sorts of different places in different situations. The old fashioned way of training, which was actually a very good way, was to make everybody go through everything the company does. So if you're a burger flipping company, you start by flipping burgers. There are some of the there are some of the really great companies, including the burger flipping one, that still do that. And so when people are put in leadership situations, they know what they're talking about. The third thing I think that the great companies do is they train for the future. They train for their future strategy. What most people do is train for today. You need to train for tomorrow and the day after. So think about what the strategy is and then train for that. I think when thinking about training, I always tend to look at what armies do. So because I think the military have great lessons for this. They realize that at any moment, anybody may have to lead. Once you engage with the enemy, your leaders are just as likely to be shot as anybody else. So you can't rely on the man at the top. You have to rely on the skills of people all the way through the organization. And I think that's something that companies, great companies do and other companies need to learn to do. Thank you, Pat. Already many really valuable pearls of wisdom, but do you perhaps have one that you could pay forward from your own experiences, maybe a defiant pearl of wisdom that you could share with others who are thinking about leading? So I think, and this I think comes from my own experience, that um, if you want to be a leader, then start thinking about the sort of leader you want to be. Most of us who end up in leadership positions don't really think about that until it's uh, either rather late in the process or um, sometimes too late in the process. 
Think about what that leader will be. Think about how you will behave and then just start to practice. I've talked before about all the places you can practice. You know, you can start from the playground up, from becoming a school prefect, from volunteering. There are plenty of opportunities. But just think very hard about what sort of leader you want to be. Thank you, Pat, for sharing your insights. Again, I found that very thought provoking and a couple of points that really stood out for me. I think, um, you know, this idea that often where organizations get it wrong is because they make this assumption that because someone is great in a functional skill, whether it be engineering, whether it be finance, it automatically makes them great with the badge of leadership and the assumption that they will also be great with people. You really made me think on that point, Pat. Thank you. I agree. I also love the fact that none of us are immune from a bullet and it's quite right. We need to make sure that we're not just looking up to the leaders to get us through everything, but that we're encouraging that throughout all levels of the organisation. I'm sure that all of our guests are going to be just as interesting, but each in different ways. Well, if you've been inspired as we have been with our amazing guests this week, please check back in as we're going to be running these regularly and we're covering every aspect of skills leaders will need to continuously develop and evolve to thrive. Our next session will continue to chat about how to best fix faults in the organisation that actually hamper employee well-being as we dive further into how you can bring leadership into all levels of the organisation. Do look at our website, defyexpectations.co.uk, as it is packed with tips and inspiration for you on our blog. We look forward to being with you on our next chat. Mm -hmm.